<laughs> Guys, you can't hear what's happening, but we're blowing. Um, what are we blowing, Emily? I don't even know what these are called. Some sort of party favor. We're in bed with Eddie. Welcome to In Bed with Eddie. With Eddie, and we're blowing these it's party popper. Never Go thought that's something I'd be doing with you. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god guys so this is my love of Aww. my life um columbia college graduate like me as of and yesterday the set designer on my first web series ever living in the moment emily graves oh thank How you, you? i i am well sitting in this very comfy bed thank you i try really hard you have to rate the bed out of 10 11 Oh, <laughs> I call it the cloud bed. It it's, is. It is a cloud. It's my go-to, like, I, when I'm trying to yes. get a, someone in my bed, I'm like, my, but my bed's a cloud. <laughs> so you should come in here, and then you will sleep really well. I mean, that would work for me. So you're in L.A. I honestly, not that I wouldn't expect you to be in L.A., but, like, I, you know, as everyone knows, or maybe you don't know, this is the first time I'm talking about it, like, to my audience, but I just packed up my things and moved to L.A. It was very abrupt. And so I never thought like I would see another friend of mine ever again because I literally just like was like, bye, bitches. And you're here in L.A. Like, how do you like it? How was your program? You were here for what? Like a writing, drama writing program? Yeah, a television drama writing program. So you went to school for an interdisciplinary TV and film, right? Tell me a little bit about you and like what you do and what you've been doing here. And ah, goodness, um, I a lot of things really. I went to school in order to write for TV. I actually started off in the film department because a lot of people sort of convinced me that film was where it was at, even though I don't know that much about film. I definitely am more of a TV girl. Um. So, but I was doing film writing, which is still somewhat applicable to television. Uh, And then I transferred over to the TV department. So I did two years of film, two years of TV. And I just finished that up yesterday, which Ah! feels crazy to say. And I luckily met her in the one semester in the one of two TV classes I've ever had. And it's (laughs) honestly, that class changed my life. Not only meeting you has changed my life, but okay, let's talk a little bit about the web series. Uh Not trying to promo, self-promo too much, guys, but since Emily's here and since she was a imperative part of the web series, um, Living in the Moment, um, I want to talk about the storyline because you and I really got into the artistic nitty gritty shit because, um, for those of you who don't know, Emily did the set design. Um, so she basically, but she basically did everything, um, including bringing all the gear up a four flights of stairs, <laughs> oh, which is yes. amazing. I love you for that. <laughs> Thank um, you. I think it's amazing we're still friends after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to murder you. <laughs> so we we delved into the kind of behind the scenes of how I came up with the series. And, mm-hmm. you know, you were right there with me, you know, creating this as I was talking. It's almost like a therapy session. Um, yeah. But the storyline in Living in the Moment, it's very diverse. Um because I wanted to represent just kids our age in a way that I saw kids our age. Um, you know, we're very fortunate enough. We go, we went to a very liberal arts college, yeah. very liberal, you know, in all the senses of, 
it was a very diverse group of kids we went to school with. And I think with the mixture and assortment of so many different majors and interdisciplinary things and such that um, we were lucky enough to, you know, just walk around every day and and see people for who they are. Um, but I know that's not the case elsewhere. And so I kind of wanted to capture, you know, that vibe um, and bring it to the world. And that's kind of, you know, living in the moment. It's about you know, these young 20 somethings that are just trying to figure themselves out. And, you know, I'm not really putting anything, any kind of labels on any of these characters. But, you know, when I was writing it, I, I specifically wanted to have a show and a series that represented um, LGBT, diverse LGBT characters, people of color, women in roles that, you know, weren't the damsel in distress and, you know, really powerful women and that's what Miriam and Alicia, you know, were in the series. And so um, tell me a little bit about um, how you think, you know, the show and that storyline went um, for you. Like, what what did you think about it and your creative process, you know, working with me on it? OK, sure. For me, it was a completely new experience because I'm a writer and this show was improvised. And I, I have never been through anything like that. Um, I'm so used to having structure and just like planning everything out meticulously, writing all the dialogue. And it was crazy to see that you were able to actually like make a show without having like pre-written everyone's lines. And I didn't even know like that sort of thing could be done, especially with people that aren't like, you know, crazy actors a-list actors mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was so much fun today i want to talk about you know just media mm -hmm. um digital media and kind of you know the representation of lgbt people in media i think we are at a time in this country where more than ever people of you know minority groups we need content and media that represents us and makes us feel like we are worth you know something um and so you know i'm curious to know what are some things that you're watching on tv right now um or youtube or whatever that you're like hell yeah this is amazing this is doing you know really good for everyone and tell me a little bit about sure yeah yeah okay this is like my favorite question ever to talk about because I did my thesis paper on this exact subject. So um, it's pretty much my passion, like representation specifically of the queer community uh, on TV is something that I feel very strongly about. In the past five years, we've come like a long way in the past 10 years, even uh, I don't think we're at the point we need to be quite yet, but we're certainly moving to it. Um, I remember when I was researching my paper, I read an article that was written in, I think it was like 1991, and the writers of the paper were saying like, we're a really long way off from having a character, a main character on TV who's gay. 
<laughs> and I was just like, I wanted to go back in time and be like, it's, it's coming. <laughs> just wait a few more years. Ellen will be on soon. <laughs> um, and she was really the one who like started it all. Iconic. Yeah. Yes. This is crazy <laughs> because it's her 20th anniversary yes. a couple days yes. ago, right? Yes. Uh, when we're filming this. Mm-hmm. What date? I don't know the specific date. So It was like <sighs> like five days ago or five something. Days ago. Was it know. the 30th? I'm not, I'm not I don't sure know. The I, exact wa- I don't want to say the perfect day, but anyways, yeah. it was just the 20th mm-hmm. and I hadn't even known, which is crazy <laughs> to me. But I feel like a lot of us live in this bubble where we just consume what we consume and we don't really think. And I love Ellen and like mm-hmm. I knew Ellen was an amazing person, but I didn't know the story of what she went through, you know, oh, yeah. of risking her entire career and losing her career only to get an even, you know, right. greater opportunity down the line that. But she didn't know that was going to happen. And right. no one really knew. It kind of sabotaged <laughs> her career for a moment, you yeah. know, in time. Oh, yeah. And to think for that sure. that happened is crazy in a modern day 2017 where so many people on YouTube, you know, who are publicly out are writing books about it. And, you know, they are able to their career is, you know, flourishing right it's Just, almost like you know, a genre mm-hmm. of youtube it is now. Like, you know we have the lgbt you know content creators yeah. and it's so widely accepted that it you know you don't even think about it they're just mm-hmm. creators right yeah for mm-hmm. sure um and youtube's a great platform for that because for one you're seeing like actual individuals who aren't characters i mean sure they're edited and some of them have like a bit of a persona but there's still like actual people people out there um they're not like made up by someone else and that can be very validating when you're someone who's in a community where you feel like you're alone or there's no one there's no one that's like you out there um having that access to see someone just going about their daily life or talking about something silly something as simple as like hey meet my boyfriend yeah you know a guy can... saying hey meet my boyfriend or um i'm blanking on names yeah. so i can't <laughs> i can't remember name but or you know a girl hey here's my girlfriend or everything in between you right. know um yeah. Gigi gorgeous etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh-huh. makeup channels mm-hmm. you know um there's just so many out there and honestly that's i feel like um made a you know us a, a big step in you know all of this I think leading mainstream media to be more accepting of it because it was on YouTube first from what I remember, because Mm -hmm. before I was out, I was watching, you know, all these YouTubers um, that were kind of just living their authentic selves. And Mm -hmm. some of them were out or some of them weren't out, but Mm -hmm. eventually did come out and it kind of propelled in a way advertisers to be like, you know, not as resistant, right. you know, and just right. accepting. And it's kind of amazing what right. it's done. Yes, exactly. Because advertisement, that's a big thing um, for te- for television. Like that's the f- that's how TV gets funded in this country. So, for example, when Ellen came out, when it was that episode, um, a lot of the advertisers pulled from that show. So that was part of the reason the show ended up getting canceled in like the subsequent season mm-hmm. was because of that. Um, but now I like to think that we've progressed far enough where that's not as big as an issue. Like, especially just, I mean, I don't want to belittle it in any way, but just coming out as gay instead of like trans or something or like gender fluid 
it's uh it's more normalized now so it's not quite as like a big hoo-ha yeah <laughs> that's not the word i'm looking for but you know what yeah I, mean. I get you it's like um, um it's just more accepted yeah it's more accepted yeah. mm-hmm, exactly well thank you ellen for creating history and <laughs> yes. we're still talking oh my about goodness. you know it 20 years later and uh how amazing she is now we're not that far from her we're yeah i I was just uh at her stage where it was Ah, where her shows filmed the other day that's exciting yeah (laughs) imagine if she would if you would have met her that would have been that would have been great so um i'm gonna turn oh i I feel like i i never actually answered your question about like the shows that are doing it well and i want to do that i got too caught up (laughs) and i just wanted to talk about ellen that was great um so um as YouTube's concerned, like I watch a lot of LGBT YouTubers. Um, there are also a lot of good web series out there. Like most, I, f- I feel like most queer girls already know about Carmilla, which is like um, a modern take on um, the book from like the late 1800s about, it's about a vampire and uh, she like falls in love with another girl, but um, they do a really good job. And that's a great series. What else? Um, there's also <laughs> this one's really silly, but I love it. It's like one of my favorite shows on YouTube. <laughs> uh, Miss Fender. Uh, her name's Elena Fender, and she does a little segment on her channel called "I Don't Buy It" with "buy" being ah. "bi," and she pretends to be this really like just um, <laughs> not stupid, just like close-minded uh interviewer reporter and (laughs) and she she invites like people in the lgbt community on as guests to her show and then she just asks them like really stupid questions basically to like show how silly like the ignorance and like prejudice against these uh different representations are and it's just, it's fucking hilarious so that's youtube i mean there's so many other great channels like uh uh, Rose and Rosie, they're really adorable. A couple ones, uh, a lesbian one's bi and they're married. They're super cute. There's also um, Dodie Clark, who's bi. Love her to bits. She's uh, a musician on YouTube who, like, she also does very personal, emotional, like, vlogs that also have to do with, like, mental illness and stuff. So I found myself identifying with her a lot. And then for TV shows, uh, one of my favorites, actually, that I... It sounds bad, but I did stop watching a few seasons ago just because it got a little bit melodramatic for me. But The Fosters on <gasps> ABC Family. Because oh, I remember... It's one of uh, my favorite shows. I, when I first watched it, I, like... After I finished the first episode, I cried. And oh. I don't cry a lot when watching things. Like, I'll cry about life things, but not so much about, like, TV or movies. And I cried because... For, like, the first time, I saw, like, two women together, like, in a family with kids, and it was just portrayed as, like, normal, and, like, that was big for me. On ABC. Yeah. A family network. Yeah. It was a, it was a big deal for me. Scam, um, I told you about. You yeah, guys, need to watch uh, it. if you're listening, you know Scam. You have to know <laughs> Scam. If you don't, go on Tumblr, find it. 
Isaac season is amazing. It's a great Norwegian show, and it's kind of like locked in the U.S., but we have our ways. I won't say how, but you guys know. <laughs> you have your ways. Um, but I want to transition this into uh, a question I have for you, and that is what do you think is needed more um, in media? So uh, something that I've noticed within the LGBT community and also a little bit outside it just because certain people feel like they can dictate how we're represented on screen and say whether it's good or bad even if they're straight um but something that I've noticed is that people either think that a representation representation of a certain character is like too stereotypically gay like he's if it's a man he's like very flamboyant and like effeminate um or it's like the complete opposite where they're basically just portrayed as like a straight dude who likes dudes you know and then people complain that oh they're like too assimilated like this they're too much like straight people blah 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 blah. and I think both of those like while they're fair points they're not fair criticisms because really what we're lacking is more representations because if you think about it straight people have like characters of every walk of life with every different personality and that's what we just need with the queer community um so (laughs) we're not pigeonholed as like one thing or another thing something that I also think could be improved um besides that is just or in addition to that rather is uh representation of sexualities that don't get as much uh media coverage I guess uh so for example I am bisexual or pansexual I I identify as either but I normally say bisexual because that's what more people are familiar with um so (laughs) I can't think of really any characters that come off the top of my head that are bi on tv um and most characters that I've seen have been portrayed as like very much stereotypical like sleeping around which is totally fine we just need representation of people who are just like yeah in a monogamous relationship maybe and like not necessarily you don't have to see them like being with a guy and a girl at some point like Mm -hmm. just the acknowledgement that they are bisexual yeah no exactly we were kind of talking about this in our own personal lives I was kind of mentioning to you a guy that I'm seeing <laughs> and how, you know, um, he was bi, he's bi. We were talking about, um, you know, the difference between sexually attractive versus physically and how that... No, sexually versus romantically. There we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, say, so sexually yeah. versus... So, like, who you'd fuck versus who you want to, like, be in a relationship with. Ah, and that could be different. Yeah. And it's really hard for people to wrap their minds Mm -hmm. around it. But if there was representation or some kind of show that had a character that didn't necessarily fit these one way or the other, it would be amazing. I think it's hard sometimes. Like, I wanted to do it with my show. And obviously my show is such a small scope and I could see it becoming a show that could do that. But it's hard because I think a lot of us... It's still, I like, I will say my sister is bi, you know, dated a couple guys that were bi and it's just like, 
because there's so many negative bad stereotypes running around i think it just like puts ideas into people's heads even me as a as a male who identifies as gay like i still like i don't necessarily understand and i want to understand it even more and so i feel like representation would be amazing to at least have me understand it because i you know I had to ask all these questions and then I felt bad about asking certain questions. That's one thing that is like, it's important. Like if someone's asking questions because they want to better understand, like I'm totally fine with that. (laughs) I mean, it's good if you're trying to educate yourself versus just being like set in your ways and opinions, because that was really something I struggled with when I was like, coming to terms with my sexuality i don't really like that phrase which was which was one putting a label on it for like the first at least a year maybe maybe more than that um after i realized that yeah i am into girls uh i didn't want to refer to myself as bi because i was like i don't want to put a label on myself i don't want like that labels are limiting but part of that like that is totally fine if that is if you don't want to have a label good for you and like maybe I'd still be <laughs> still be that way if our society wasn't so about labels mm-hmm. um it's just easier to communicate my sexuality to someone yeah. if I can be like yeah I'm bi yeah because like the label is associated with like oh you like you're 50 50 you like well yeah the, but and that's not necessarily true not even not even that for me the issue is more just like just the sort of baggage that comes with it Mm -hmm. like people people have the stupidest (laughs) ideas about what bisexuality is like they'll say that you're you're greedy because you can't decide on a gender or they just think there's a really silly like stereotype of well not stereotype but just idea that if a woman says she's bisexual she's really doing it for attention and for men she's actually straight and if a man says he's bisexual then he just like can't come to terms with the fact that he's actually gay Mm. so either way it's about men (laughs) relationships 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 sometimes they suck literally and figuratively how about you how about me yeah like like what specifically oh you want me to be specific yes are you in a relationship? Yes. As, as I said, <laughs> I have a boyfriend who oh. I am currently dating. That's cute. How long? Uh, half a year. <gasps> That's amazing. I hear anything for me, anything over like, like five, six yeah. months. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, I can't you. make it past two. What the fuck? Yeah. This is one of my first, like, I guess my first I won't say it's my first long-term relationship because I dated someone, but it was like on and off for like four years. So it wasn't constant. I mean, here's the thing. Relationships can be relationships. Like I love this because I have a very unique, interesting perspective of relationships that works for my life. And if it works for others, that's great. But I think if you like hanging out with someone and you're okay with what's going on, keep doing it. If you don't want to put a label on it, don't put a label on it. Like, you don't have to be boyfriend or girlfriend. 
you can just be in a relationship with someone. Relationships have many different levels and layers mm-hmm. and facets. And I have relationships with, you know, good friends. And then mm-hmm. the relationships that I have, you know, with with guys that I've had, you know what I mean? They weren't necessarily like my boyfriends, but they were relationships. Right. And so, you know, as long as you guys are on the same page and that means discussing it, just like what you want. And don't leave your mind to wander, you know, about if you want to be exclusive with someone, say, hey, I want to be exclusive. I only want to see you. I think talking about it and being open. And and another thing I have to say is like, and I already said this in another episode, but feelings. Talk about your feelings. If you're not good at talking about your feelings, tell someone you're not good at talking about your feelings because then it leaves. I think it just creates a. a conversation between you two and that's all a relationship is is, is yeah communication communication yeah so that's probably the one of the most important things in any relationship and like you were saying yeah it doesn't have to be a romantic or a sexual relationship to be a relationship and i think that's something that is really under appreciated underappreciated in our society because everything well, not everything, but a lot of things center around, like, romance and, like, soulmates and who you're going to end up with and, like, blah, 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 blah. And that's important to an extent, but, like, friendship is, like, huge, huge part of my life and hopefully other people's, too. Because, and mine. Yeah. <laughs> 99% of the, the people that are in this bed I'm in a relationship with. You know what I mean? <laughs> Next segment. Advice, advice, advice. So I feel like the advice that I would give was sort of already imparted by you <laughs> in that um, some like one of the biggest things that I've learned in the past, I don't know, five, ten years is that like if you want to put a label on something you can it doesn't define you it's part of who you are if you don't want to label something that's also great like just do you do what makes you comfortable and I know it's hard because people will judge you but that's that's just life (laughs) and if if they're good people if they're good friends then they won't really care Mm -mm. yeah nope I just love my friends because they're crazy and they go along with my crazy ideas (laughs) now i asked emily because i love her and she isn't really on that many social media sites but i was like girl what if we want to ask you questions what if we want to talk to you (laughs) and so emily has shared um her twitter account it's at inked r-e-a-m-s like inked reams or inked with the D and then, but it's <laughs> I-N-K-E-D-R-E-A-M-S. You can yeah. follow her, tweet at her. She said it was okay to tweet Go at her for if you it. any yeah. questions. Because I know, you know, we all, we're all dealing with, you know, we're all in this together. And if you have any questions about anything, tweet at Emily or just say hi to her or whatever. Yeah, like, I hope visit. your Twitter gets I'm flooded. Lonely. Um, and thank you so much for doing all the set design oh, for my web series. It's my pleasure. If you guys haven't seen it, 
litumwebseries.com. Mm-hmm. It's up. It's live. The whole thing has been. So go back and binge it and tell all your friends. And yeah. Emily thinks you're getting in bed with me. Oh, no problem. Anytime. I mean, well. <laughs> Anytime. Ooh, your I'm bed is going. very uncomfortable. <laughs> you hear that, guys? Hit me up. I'm cute. I'm single. But are you, though? No one will ever know. <laughs> and remember, guys. Find the hoe in you. Be a hoe all you want. Just be a safe hoe. Hey, guys, don't forget you can um, support the show. Go to inbedwitheddy.com. There's a donate button or we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Eddie Smith. We would so appreciate it. Thank you so much. And who do you want? Who do you want to get in bed with me next? Tweet me at Eddie Oliver S with the hashtag in bed with Eddie. I want to know who's going to get in bed with me. Who's going to get all comfy. And bye, guys. Peace, love, and positivity.